All right, people. This is episode 22, Mountains to Bayou's podcast. Switching up locations once again. Uh, More consistent podcasts, less consistent locations. Yes. We are coming to you semi-live from the closed air studio in the Rots family basement. Thought about building a fire tonight. Little chilly, and then it started to sleet a little bit, and I was like, eh, we don't need that. No. It's too early. Don't jump the gun. Winter came back. Winter came back. Yeah. Uh, Tonight, we're brought to you once again by our fake beer sponsor, Log Yard Brewing. We got a bone to pick with them. They have a typo on their can. Mm -hmm. Seth, why don't you run us through that real quick? It just says... um, When is comes, but it should be when it comes. How do they make that mistake? That's a pretty, I mean, that's a pretty. They must have been drinking when they did that. Had to be. That's our story. That's their story. Um, So fake sponsor, Log Yard Brewing Company. Um, Also, semi back on the podcast, Mr. Jeremy Miller. Introduce yourself, Jeremy. Well, I'm Jeremy, um, Maryland Natural Resource Police Officer, uh, here tonight with you guys. What else do you do? I also uh, run a gun shop. So, a man of many trades, and I uh, guess we'll give a little bit of background. Um, we had Jeremy on late last year. It's been a while. We just Summer? had some technical difficulties. Summer? I mean, we got to be honest here. I, for one... Got heavily inebriated last time we had Jeremy on, as did maybe my co-host. I couldn't tell you if he was or not. <laughs> but it got it got a little sideways at the end, and uh, honestly, the speech got a little sloppy. Yeah, it was not our best work. <laughs> it wasn't our best work, but honestly, if we posted it, some people might think it was our best. A good That's time true. was had by all. Yes. A good time was definitely had by all. had a all. great time. And uh, so we owed it to Jeremy to get him back on and let the people hear what he has to say, since the uh, the last one is just on an SD card and not out there in the metaverse right now. So, um, Episode 22... Seth, I think we had uh, quite a few topics yeah. to discuss here tonight. Um, I know, Jeremy, we want to run through some things that are going on in Maryland, maybe get your take on some things that are going on in PA. But before we do, um, got a couple of points you want to touch on first? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess it's just like every time we get together, we're just kind of where we're at in our season. Um, and it's getting ready to be, so it's 24th of February. Um, bucks are, I'd say 70 to 80% done. It seems like the big bucks are done shedding or getting close to being done shedding their antlers. The little bucks, I'm still getting pictures of like spikes and stuff that have antlers, but I think a lot of the bucks have shed by this point. And we were talking about just different stuff that kind of crawls under our skin a little bit this week. But I mean, I'm going to try to do a little bit of shed hunting, but I hate even talking about it. I have so much stuff that crawls under my skin that I do. (laughs) Yeah. If that makes sense. I hate shed hunting. I hate that people do it, but I love doing it. I can't wait to shed hunt. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's because every, well, we were just saying like every. Shed hunting is what we're talking about first and foremost. Everything has become a thing. 
You can't just go shed hunting anymore. You can't just go mushroom hunting. You can't. Like, you can't just go shed hunting. You got to put it on Instagram and hashtag shed rally. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy won that last year, by the way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll bet he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so what do you win? Like, what is it? Like some big trophy or some big, uh, <laughs> some big package of uh gear gear yeah. yeah that's cool good for well it's just random though you just have to ta- like hashtag shed rally and then they i guess it like, i don't know how they judge it like a legit competition no, he it's found, a legit competition he found like the most inches in the of bone yeah i don't know, oh, I know. It's, it's a thing i don't know if it's by inches of bone or number of antlers right because like at that point how do you try to find big ones Right, right. You know I mean? Like practicing in the off season. <laughs> like this is where the one forties hang out. <laughs> yeah, you can't pattern a shed. Well, if it's like <laughs> if it's like Pennsylvania, like you're out if you live in Pennsylvania, pretty much. Yeah, but like Lane the other day is posted up. He's got seven in a day. But I'm talking about size, like compared oh, to size. Iowa. Size. Yeah, like the guys I in just I- meant, like shed hunt in the mountains. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, the guys in Iowa, yeah. they find one half, and it's like your whole yeah, your whole season, your whole ten. It's like yeah. Like, could you imagine someone's like, oh, "I'm gonna move to Iowa, man. The shed hunt's better out there." <laughs> I bet someone has. I mean, it's just a thing, man. They got out west looking for elk sheds and mule deer sheds. Oh, they, they have a season, right? And you have to have a permit to do it. Well, they it's just, not like you can't just like. What do you do if you just okay? I'm going hiking today, and you find a shed. And you find one. Can you get it? I don't know. Anyway. I have to to look into that. It tweaks me off because it's like, I think it's cool to go look for them and look around, and it helps you pattern deer for the next year. But why does it have to be a thing? Here's what I don't like about it. I've never found one when I'm looking for one. (laughs) That would be frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. Have you? Have you ever went out and be like, all right, I'm going to shed hunt today. Absolutely. And you found them? I've never found Absolutely. one. Absolutely. I've never really tried that hard. But though. I mean, I've I probably only ever found eight my whole life. I've found one my whole life. I've found as many deadheads probably as I've oh, found. Oh, yeah, I found a bunch of deadheads. But sheds? Well, you found one like perched right outside your house the other day. Yeah. That's your first shed? No. Actually, my wife found <laughs> that one. So I can't even take credit for that. <laughs> And no, the only one I've ever found, I wasn't even looking for. I was scouting for turkeys, like probably in April. And I sat down at this tree. I was like, I'm going to go try to put some birds to bed. And I sat down and literally put my hand down on one. I never even saw it. I sat down the tree, lucky. put my hand down. And it was literally on top of a, it would have been an eight point. It was a four point shed. That's the only shed I've ever found in my life. Do you do it? I've never done it. Have you ever found a I shed? I found them though. I've never went out looking for it, but I have found one. See, maybe I should just say I'm not looking for them. I mean, I do a lot of walking <laughs> in the woods. So. That's true. True. You probably have more time in the woods than a lot of people. Yeah, That's probably. True. Creeping around, walking around. And normally, you're not walking through the woods, you're not looking for them. So. Correct. I want to get into it. <laughs> like, I want to get into shed hunting, but I, I'm kind of torn on the whole thing, too. Well, that place you have now, you'll just you'll just It's easy. Them. Just walk around. You'll and just, Probably in 10 years, you'll probably have a whole basket full of them. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm sure you will. Yeah. But the one the first one I found this year, Tolbert shot a squirrel and the squirrel fell out of the tree and landed in some pine straw and we walked up there and there was it was laying right next to an eight point shed. Unbelievable. It's like, let's go. <laughs> 
was it this year's buck or no, was, it was it last year's buck? Last year's shed it was in January. Yeah, that's sweet. Anyway, so I think next weekend I'm going to try and go. You're going to go, even though you don't like shed hunting. <laughs> even though I hate shed hunting, I'm about to get into shed hunting. <laughs> it's just so. Well, fr- I'm going up to Frost Seed, take some stands right, down, and then do the poke around. Ancillary. Ancillary. Yeah. It's so frustrating that nothing in hunting anymore can be just you doing something. No. Like you have to be talking about on social media or someone's already talked about on social media or it's just everything's a competition. Everything in like I don't know. That's the part that I think I we talked about. Sh- I think they have mushroom hunting rallies. Competitions. Straub said uh this weekend he's in a crow hunting tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I saw Shade Gap has a squirrel hunt uh, tournament. Really? Yeah. It's over now, but we should have probably got into it. Where do you go? Like up around Huntington, Shade Gap. You can't just hunt wherever you want and bring them in? <sighs> you probably could. We should get into that. I think it's a whole thing. You that know, you fun. go have breakfast at the club and then head out. <laughs> Shade Gap squirrel tournament. Yeah. Man, there's probably some characters at that. I know. Get I saw that a while back, and I was like, "Man, Clayton, and I should get into that." But there's too much going on. This crow hunting tournament, you have to have one crow to enter. Like, if you come in with no crows, you can't even I'll, get in. It. But there would be no reason to get into it anyway. <laughs> no, take my money. <laughs> I'm getting in. <laughs> Yeah, now that I think about that, that's, that's, like, that's, a, weird, that's a weird rule. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, let me in. <laughs> let me in, even though we didn't get any. <laughs> Maybe you get a participation trophy or yeah. something if you have one yeah. squirrel. I don't know. No, I was or, out uh, there. Crow. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, crow hunting is one of the most underrated things you can do. Man, we got a batch of them. Have you place. ever crow hunted? Never. Crow oh, hunted. dude, it's so fun. That guy I went duck hunting with, that 18-year-old kid, Yeah, he said they killed 295 in one day. What? He's real into it. 295? <laughs> yeah, it was a batch of like 10 or 12 guys. Oh, my goodness. Cases of shells, and they just had in all In these... one spot? No. Oh, I was going to say. No, you can shoot up a crow spot real fast. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> real fast. They're probably pretty smart. Like after, Oh, they're incredibly smart. After the first Dude, couple, like ravens like, are... Yeah incredibly intelligent animals but if you hunt them in the woods yeah and they come dive bombing down through they're like fighter jets it's like hunting ducks and flooded timber i could get into it i could definitely get into it and you you call it with an electric call so you don't have to do anything and then just get next to a tree and get ready yeah it's fun that'd be real fun anyway anyway so we were talking about stuff just the other day that gets under our skin so clayton's like i just can't believe that shed hunting is now a thing and I was like, I can't believe that wearing Mossy Oak Bottomlands is a thing now. I, I was watching uh, a video of a guy, first time turkey hunting ever, and you, he looked like he's out of a Mossy Oak catalog. And I'm just like, well, you can't even go turkey hunting now if you don't have Bottomlands on head to toe. And so that was kind of getting under my skin a little bit, right or wrong. But, but <laughs> if a guy's getting into turkey hunting... I know. Why I know. shouldn't he have the stuff that sets him up for success? What do you want him to wear? Just Shit, like it, if you're starting, some, you have to start with shitty Walmart. Just camo? some mismatched camo, man. Why? Just m- mismatched? Like I don't know. I just don't like it. Like 
If a guy goes out and starts playing golf, <laughs> is he not allowed to start with nice clubs? No. He's not. <laughs> no. I'm 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 skeptical like, of this. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like why are you mad? That I'm not mad. Set himself I'm not up mad. For I'm success? just like I'm you're just, mad. I'm you're just... physically <laughs> mad about this. I'm not mad. It's just like you called me to talk about it. Yeah, well, it's kind of like <laughs> these are the guys that are ruining turkey hunting, and I love mossy oak bottom. But lands. why is he ruining turkey hunting? Because he's just like he's just trying to look the part. <laughs> well, what if he gets one? Then is he in the club? After maybe five or ten years, he could get into the club. So he's supposed to wear mismatched bullshit camo. I mean, I feel like you should. Like to, like, I don't know. It's it's a stupid thing. It's just I wear me. mismatched camo when I turkey hunt. You're a turkey hunter. <laughs> I don't know that there's an end to this argument. No, I don't, I don't think know what there you is. want him to do. No, there's no there's no end. Why it's don't just you like, talk about how you think the Guys from the hunt public are ruining. Turkey they're ruining hunting. turkey hunting too. They're like, they're doing a lot of good things for. I think Steve Rinella's brother had this argument. And oh what, yeah. And what he's doing to the hunting, like, we need more hunters, but we just don't need them in our areas. <laughs> like, that's kind of a, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> yeah. With COVID, yeah, hunting has skyrocketed. It's I've seen more first time hunters than ever I ever have. That was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. And, like, for turkey hunting, and I, I'm, like, getting tired of dealing with this on public land. They watch these pu- hunting public videos, or they watch, and they're great videos. And Pinhoney Project, I love watching it. They're, like, putting out great content. But, like, they're just out there, and they're just fumbling through the woods, blowing on. And I've talked about this before. They're just they're just out there. And I get it. you got to learn. And not everybody has a mentor, but... It's like they're decked out in their full bottom lands. They got, you know, their choke tubes and their shotguns and everything. But they're just out there, like, screwing everything up because they don't know how to hunt, which is not their fault. And I get so it's but a complex. What are they supposed to do? It's a complex. I, I don't know what they're supposed to do. Where are they supposed to hunt go? Hunt somewhere else. <laughs> Where are they supposed to go? They got to learn somewhere. No, I know. I That's promise what I'm you, when it's you com- were getting started. Yeah. No, yeah. And you were out there fumbling around like a dumbass when you yeah. were 14. I guarantee you, where you used to hunt up in Pond Bank, you walked through somebody's setup and somebody said, Look at this idiot. Probably did. Look at these two idiots <laughs> out here blowing up my morning. I've been coming to this spot for 20 years. Yeah. So it's just the next generation of idiots. But, but. I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it. Like, it's, it's. I, a, I ran into it more like out west when I was elk hunting. Yeah. And my brother was saying the same thing. He's like, these guys are coming in here and scout and just beating these elk up before the season even starts. Yeah. And the guys who are out here and know what they're doing have a good chance to kill elk. They're just running our elk into the next county. Right. But they have every right to be that's, there. It's public and land. And they got to learn somewhere. So I guess it's like a catch-22. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's a complex. Like I said, like, I don't know what they're supposed to do. I just don't like it. Like, I, if you want to learn, like, valid. Go, go to Maryland and learn. I guess. Uh, we got enough behind Maryland. <laughs> go to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. I guess at the same time, like, every problem doesn't have a resolution. No, I mean, and it's a good problem. Like I said, like, you want more hunters coming in. We need them, like... I think I was telling you the other day the the Deer Association put out their annual report, and Pennsylvania ten years ago sold sold a million hunting licenses, and now they sell under seven hundred thousand. 
And so, like, we need to recruit hunters, and we need them. Do we? <laughs> just not in our areas. What do we need them for? Well, because we already are a small minority of people. Okay. Look at what they're doing in, like, Washington and Oregon and even Colorado. Like, they're putting stuff on the ballot. I think it was Oregon. I don't know if you guys saw that, where they basically introduced legislation or trying to get it on the ballot that says you can't kill an animal for basically any reason other than you feel like it's going to kill you. Correct. And so that's why we need hunters, because we're already outnumbered. For the dollars and the support in politics and so yeah forth. exactly plus hunters pay for all the conservation basically in the whole country oh they, they like 99 percent for it. every way more every than the humane people. society does way more than PETA does way more than all these quote-unquote animal lovers hunters pay for way more stuff than those groups do well i i know a lot of people have beat this to death i think one thing i actually remember from last time you were here was we were talking about I think this was you were talking about people hiking and Sunday hunting is what we were talking about. You know, um, we live close to the Appalachian Trail. It's as the crow flies. It's about two par fives that way. And a lot of hikers like to hike in the fall. Right. During Mm -hmm. hunting season. And they get pissed. And their argument that we shouldn't hunt on Sundays is not because of church or anything like that. It's because that's our day to hike. Well, let me tell you something. My hunting license and my ammunition purchases paid for that property. Not your hiking boots, not your backpack, and not your granola bars. The hunters are the ones paying for you to have this public land. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Because of the Pittman-Robertson Act. Oh, I think yep. it's something like 13%. Of all guns and ammo sales, go to conservation and and pay. That's where for the firearms excise tax goes. Yeah, I think I read. So they have no leg to stand on. It was what was it the other day? I think the state of Texas is getting a billion dollars this year because Congress, the federal government, collects it and then they distribute it out equally. You know, by state per like how much. So like. Obviously, Pennsylvania, So Texas, that's a national— Michigan. They divide it by 50, depending However much on your, your state— size. Right. If you're, like, Pennsylvania, so Michigan— So this isn't Pennsylvania's gun sales go to Pennsylvania's— It all goes Pittman into Robertson. one pool, okay. and then you get Pennsylvania's share, from how I understand it. And I think I saw the other day, um, Texas is getting over a billion dollars, because through the pandemic, firearm sales, ammunition sales, hunting license, all this stuff's going— Absolutely. I wonder where they do that because isn't Texas like ninety percent private? Yeah, but Texas is enormous. I know, but so I, even if it's ten percent public, it's still a lot of public. Yeah, it's still yeah. a lot of ground. True. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So I mean, that's one thing. So does Maryland have any? I I would love to see Pennsylvania require. And I know you got to be careful because look, hiking's a cheap thing anybody can do it so i don't want to be prohibitive to somebody that can't afford a 25 dollar permit but i'd love to see them say hey to hike out here if you want the rights like you know 25 dollars to get a hiking permit or shut it down i can You're promise not allowed... you the people that are hiking can afford a 20 dollar generally i know but you know i i'm just you know saying for but, the for the people yeah or or maybe just say okay from october through january you can't hike on public ground i don't know does maryland do any do you have to buy any permits for public no, access nothing in maryland i mean we have a lot of appalachian trail in washington county as well right um there's no i mean the problem there it's federally owned we just you know 
right. provide law enforcement on the trails. Right. Um, so you really couldn't do anything with that. But even with the state parks, there's nothing with the state parks that says you can't hike. They put up signs and stuff that says, I'll be aware of hunters. Be careful. And, yeah. They should but. at least, maybe, I don't, they should at least have to wear the same orange requirements during firearm seasons, you would think. I mean, I would want to. I mean, it, the people I've seen usually do because they know. Right. I mean, especially because we're, uh, you know, a pretty rural county. Right. Yeah. So people know. Right. Generally. But probably if you get down like Frederick, or people come out of Montgomery County, Frederick County, like, and I wonder come how up. many accidents there actually are. Well, you know, I had that a couple of times. I've probably talked about on this podcast, turkey hunting. And people, trail runners coming, people on bikes coming. And, again, it's public. I get it. But, like, they had no clue I was there. Like, zero clue I was there. Of course, I'm turkey hunting. I'm in full, full bottomlands. Yeah. Full. I, was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing Mossy Oak bottomlands. <laughs> this was back before bottomlands was a noob. <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, but I'm like, you guys, someone should tell you. Like, you're out here running on these trails. And a turkey had roosted, and I was set up on a turkey. It flew down. The next sight I see is this guy coming over. There's a little roll in the hill. And fortunately, I'm a safe hunter. But if that's a new guy out easily there. Easily could have pulled the trigger. Easily could have. it was a turkey. The turkey head. flew down. I'm set up. Like, my red dot's on. My safety's off. Like, I'm working this turkey. And the next movement I see is a guy trail running. And I'm like, right away, like, what the heck? So I'm putting... And I just sit because I'm like, I'm going to scare this guy to death, you know. And I just, he runs by me. I could have tripped him. He had no idea I was there. And technically, you were supposed to have an orange ribbon on the tree above your head. I think they got away. I I think they, I don't think in Pennsylvania you need that anymore. You don't need anything in Maryland. You don't have to wear orange at all for turkey hunting in Maryland. I think they got rid of it. Regardless. Either way. Maybe maybe I should have. But like he would know. Either way. Like he would know. He'd right. probably think it's some kind of forestry marker or something Exactly. Like that. So, I, I don't know. The whole the whole public land usage thing, a lot of people don't know that. That hunting dollars through the pit, like, hunters pay for all of this. So Yeah, and I mean, that Sunday hunting thing, I mean, that's going to go through in PA. It's a matter of just probably the next couple of years where Sundays are going to be wide open. What's the laws in Maryland on that? It's by county, so but in Washington County specifically, you can hunt pretty much every Sunday throughout the year season. Okay. And what about turkey season? Turkey, I'd look without. I was just. I just. We don't have a Sunday yet for turkey. In in Allegheny and Washington County, you can hunt certain management, but Indian Springs one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Um, the one. So out we in just need to What's go hunt Park? Maryland Green, Green Ridge State Forest. Green Ridge State Forest, you can hunt. So we'll just Sundays. go to Maryland on Sundays this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll put us on the same spot. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy. I'll take so, a scout, and that's fine. But going back to what you had said at the beginning of that little rant, I, that was one thing I would written down I wanted to talk about, because when did you get into the law enforcement side of it then? So I graduated our academy in 2018. Okay, so you had basically one and a half, two years pre-COVID. One seat. Oh, yeah. So you started – so I was a cadet before that. So basically, oh, okay. I, I rode around with an officer and you know learned the ropes. Yeah. Then went to the academy, graduated, then field training, and I was on my own. So gotcha. So you've been on your own since 2018 or yeah. 2019. 2019, beginning of 2019. So what has changed from pre-COVID? Because well, I was talking to someone the other day, and it's like it's a thing now. We have before and after. 
So what's changed for That's you? Another thing I hate. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> the I new think normal. We all hate it. The new normal. Is that, that term makes my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah. But Sorry. so I'm just that was one of because I'm genuine. My experience is it's been terrible on public land this year. Not as bad. I didn't last year. I'd very, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this past hunting season wasn't as bad, but the yeah. previous one was. It was a lot really more bad. Awful. I couldn't even hunt. Like you could not even really hunt public land hardly. You c- I couldn't hunt my own private land. You were getting <laughs> trespassers. I mean, it was there was more people on our property than public land. Right. I couldn't. I was scared to go hunting. We we ran on our own guy, property. The guy said we come down here because there's not as much pressure. That's what he said. He literally said that. He said. He said, I was up there last weekend, and they started shooting at me, so I came down here because there was no one here. There's not as much pressure. Uh, that's because it's a private farm. Because there was as much pressure down here. Oh, so As he's standing in my food plot. Yeah, true story. True story. Rolled that's up on the story. guy. Yeah, we were there. I was there. That was sketchy because... I mean, he probably comes across this every day, but we rolled up. We were in the buggy, so we safely unloaded our guns. And Seth might have been holding, they, like, they might have been sitting down in the I left column. one in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy had a, you know, fully loaded rifle. And then as yeah. soon as we rolled up, he put his hand in his pocket. Yeah. Like in his coat pocket. He could have easily had a little pocket pistol in there and just ripped a couple right at us, you know? Right. I, like, like I said, you probably. Every stop you have, yeah, it's in the back of your mind, but you can't during, focus on it during I mean, hunting season. Though, like, you have to deal with the fact that you're walking up somebody that more than likely has a loaded gun. Yeah, I mean, it's way easier time. when you're seeing somebody at the truck versus when you're walking to get somebody. Oh, I bet. I mean, it's different stress level, I guess. Right, is what the word would be, but 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 just give me a couple of things that you feel have changed, good, bad, or. I mean, I like to see more people getting out. That's yeah. for sure. I yeah. mean, it's, they seem like they're doing the right stuff. They, you know, at least call in and ask questions before they actually go do something, mm. which is good. Yeah. Um, just uh, the only bad I could think of is it's some areas are getting way more pressure than others. Mm-hmm. They go to the same spot where everybody else goes. They don't, you know, look around at the map or walk a mile to get to where they're going. They're gonna step right off the road into the wma and hunt yeah where other 10 other guys are you know yeah do you think that new hunters are more cognizant of regulations than that's probably about a 50 50 really really because yeah. i would think like, i would think more hunters are just like that's eh, a gray area yeah you know and the new guys are like no i read that you have to do this that's i read what you I would... have to do this yeah. i read you have to do this yeah, I mean, you you run across some new guys that will you know plead ignorance. Like, oh, I didn't know. It was my first time. Yeah, but, but that doesn't ca- ignorance doesn't. No, it doesn't. You. It depends what it is. But, right. I mean. Right. right. Uh, I didn't know you couldn't <laughs> shoot him at night. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told this me. Is my fourth one this week. You should have caught me on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I got him backpacked and ready to go already. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I'm with you, Clay, because I'm thinking like because they call it what adult onset hunters is like what's coming out now. It's not like us where you know we got into it when we were 12 or you know do your hunter safety course. Your dad takes you, your uncle takes you, your grandfather, and you just got yeah. You're right. Like, eh, well, it's kind of a yeah. You're not really supposed to do that, but everybody kind of does type <laughs> right. thing. Everybody does it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And so now I feel like the hunters that you hear about, and there's a lot of programs, and it is good. Even I was reading an article in the Deer Association. They were bringing, they have this uh, new group in Philadelphia, and they're like, our hunters show up in Ubers, like is how they get to where we're going hunting. Like that's the new thing because what? of guys like Joe Rogan, because of guys like Steve Ranella. Yeah, there's this. It was an article on uh, it's what's well, QDMA. They're now called the Deer Association. But they started up a club in Philadelphia to get people into hunting. And he's like, our hunters show up in Ubers because they're like, we heard it on Joe Rogan or we heard it on Steve Rinella's podcast or we see Meat Eater on Netflix. And we want to try it out. We like the idea of getting our own food and everything. And so I would think those people would be like, no, we, we read the book and this is what you got to do. So. And what? maybe you're not getting those people in Washington County, Maryland either. So I, Where I don't are know. these people going? state state ground in pennsylvania but they're showing up to like an organized hunt that somebody put together they're not like both drop yeah. me off with my <laughs> right. bow at a qdma and and pick me up i'll call you if i get a deer come back and get me some of them probably are but this was an organized <laughs> thing but yeah they said that's how people are getting to them and uh how's so that work going home that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, don't bring your Prius. Bring, you don't, you're not bring getting your Uber X, right? <laughs> Make sure the next thing you pick me up yeah. is an F-150. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't go into that, but it's interesting. Like, if you're dealing with that kind – because Washington County is not that far from – Baltimore. Baltimore, you know, and, you know, all down around through the city. Guys could come up out of there or women or whatever, you know. So I didn't know if you guys – if you were seeing any of that or dealing with any, you know – not really that I can think off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, I deal with tons of people every day, so it really kind of after a while blurs together. Right. Mitch, right. you got any thoughts on this? I love this conversation, for one. So, uh... I know Mitch is a, you know, not a hunter, but... Yeah. In. Well, so you mentioned Steve Ranella. Yeah. That was really my, my intro to the hunting lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe Rogan, too. I mean, those... You know, in like the millennial term of somebody who doesn't hunt, it's like, yeah, those those guys are two people that um, can and do inspire people like me to hunt and be interested in those things. But, um, yeah, I think like I think it's really popular now because there's there's more of a sense of like, how do I survive on my own Um, based on like current events, um, you know? If, if something were to happen, do I have the skills to, A, protect myself? Um, do I know how to do it? Do I know how to do it safely? But then also, like, how do I eat? Like, what do I eat? Um, right. And I think, too, like, with, um, you know, really, like, sustainable farm movements, things like that, really coming to the forefront of society, like, that's what people are focusing on now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like, I'm not a hunter, Um my goal for this year is to get my hunting license and go for the first time. I hear that Maryland has a lot of good places you should check. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. We'll treat you right. I'll sh- I'll show you a good place to go. That's fine. That's fine. No, we're that's we're not awesome. going to go to Indian Springs. <laughs> yeah, because that's pressure central. But yeah, no. But but yeah, you do get guys like me. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm yeah I'm, definitely. I'm 31, right. and I'm and I'm like I'm going to be that guy that rolls up there that is probably standing next to Papaw and his grandson, and. And, like, I'm going to be like, so you know how to do this thing? Like, because I don't know how to hold a gun. Like, right. I don't, you know. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, I think more than ever you're going to see that stuff. Yeah. And the conversation you guys are having, like, I'm sitting here going, 
like what why wouldn't i do that <laughs> yeah, i don't want to be that guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i don't yeah. i don't want to do those things but yeah i mean growing up in in rural franklin county right you know it's it's just a way of life it's you know you know everybody who hunts uh you know i i grew up and and i knew i knew clayton hunted um and i knew like a little bit of like yeah he's pretty into it as i got to know him a little more like in our adulthood i'm like holy crap this this is what this guy does and this is his 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 livelihood almost like this is who what he identifies to do right and that's becoming more and more of a thing because i think people see it as almost like you know once again if something happens you know yeah we gotta be ready um so yeah i love the conversation because you know i think it it takes guys like me a little bit more past like hey this would be fun to do like something more that i can do to like hey this can be part of you know who i am and 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 what's what's kind of my life moving forward because you know we're we're i think uh historically i think this is in the makeup of us yeah it's not something i think a lot of people are talking about like yeah how we lived before i mean obviously how we lived before covid but even further back yeah we we grew food right we uh, we we took care of one another. We you know we fed one another. We we fought for one another. Um, that's how our country was founded, mm. and uh, it's something we're getting away from. And it is funny to hear stories of like, I got into hunting and my first thing was like I had to take an Uber because I've never done this before. Like right. that's odd to me, but that's sign of the times, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we're just gonna have to deal with it, Clay. I'm gonna have to deal with it. No, it's good. I, I think it's important for people to get into it, but it's we don't I don't like it. Like I do like it and I think it's awesome, but I don't I don't like having to deal with it when I just want to go turkey hunt on public land. I don't want to have to worry about somebody well, out I th- there. I think the just thing there si- is I haven't seen a lot of new turkey hunters per se. It's all been deer hunting. Yeah. You know, I feel like if you're going to start, you're going to start with deer hunting, buck. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to start out turkey hunting in general. You're probably going to deer hunt for a while and then switch over. Then try to, it out. Yeah. And then try it out. There's so, also nothing like it. Like what? What else is there to where when more people get into it, the people who were into it get pissed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if. If more people get into golf, I don't care. You have a tea time, <laughs> right? This is when you go. Everybody will get a turn. Yeah. If you get into basketball, you just get on a team, and then after the other team's done, you just go. Right. Like it's... there's nothing else where there's a spot, and if more people get into it, it ruins it for everybody. Right. Is there? Um, fishing, but other than yeah. like same fishing, thing. same yeah. thing, but other than that, um. So, that's yeah so i mean it's it's a very unique thing where like mitch said i can't imagine not being into it Mm. i can imagine not being into it to the level that we're into it right right i i think it would be sometimes i even fantasize that it would be better if it was just a hobby and i spent more weekends at home in the fall Right. And then I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, just more of a hobby thing. But I can't imagine not having the skill that if something goes wrong, yeah, which 
is looking more and more inevitable every day. It seems, yeah. To not be like, I can go out, get that animal, bring it back, and we're good to go. Yeah. And I've got a garden out here, and i got food preserved, and the only thing that's going to keep me from continuing my routine is somebody else coming in and trying to take what I have. Yeah. And that's why I have things like that over there. Yeah, exactly. That's why I have firearms, to protect what I've got. So I can't imagine how daunting that must be for somebody that's like, how? where do I even how do you, start yeah. doing this? No, I know. That's the big problem with Cause it. Because you have to know somebody. You almost have to know somebody to get you just – but there's a lot of good resources out there. The Deer Association, the state wildlife, you know, Maryland or Pennsylvania. There's tons there's probably of – people trying to learn hunting on YouTube. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Guaranteed there's people doing it. And you probably there. could. To a certain extent, yeah, probably could. Like the little woodsmanship stuff, probably not. No, probably not. But anyway. Yeah. I don't, even, I don't know how we even got down that road, but. Uh, <laughs> it's a road we're both pretty passionate about. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I guess just looking at the I things. haven't hunted public land in two or three years because of how bad of a taste that first COVID fall left in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We were dealing. Everything. I'm just like, I'm not doing this again. Between the turkey hunters and on our private property and then that deal up on South Mountain. The trespassers, the we baiting. We almost got killed the, more than one time. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. How about the time we're sitting there scouting, watching that bean field, and those bucks started coming out? And then that redneck pulls up right behind my truck in his truck and like kind of like boxes us <laughs> in. Because <And then, laughs> like, I like, guess he was the one that we were, you know— he was posting, and and I guess he was the one that was trespassing there, potentially. And this dude just rolls in and, like, basically pins us in this spot where we're just sitting there scouting with our binoculars. And I think he had his woman in the truck, and then next thing you know, he sits there for 30 seconds and then just peels out and starts throwing rocks everywhere. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? That's the stuff that even— So I just—I'm done with it. Yeah. That's even worse than new hunters, really. I'd rather deal with new hunters than that. I'd rather deal with new hunters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they don't know they're wrong. They're like, dude, don't ever come back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's That's been one thing that I've dealt with through COVID that I was just interested from a wildlife conservation officers. I mean, do you see more or less violation? I think we, we talked on that, but, I mean. Again, I, I think it depends. I mean, there's definitely more. I feel like there's more call volume a little bit. Maybe not this past season, but the season before. Yeah. Uh, like, trespassing, of course, you know, and stuff like that. But, I mean, they you trespass in Maryland, too. They do. It's usually those Pennsylvania guys. So, how? So yeah, that was one thing you said <laughs> We're about. We're known for that up here. <laughs> you said we have enough Pennsylvania hunters in Maryland. Do Pennsylvania hunters have a bad rap in Maryland? It depends who you talk to. I mean, he hesitated. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking talk, to Jeremy, if, if you talk to other Maryland hunters, I'm sure they would because yeah. they only know you guys are coming down to Maryland for our very liberal antlerless deer limits. Yeah. And even our antler deer limits. Yeah. I mean, you can kill, I mean, not much to stack bodies up here, <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, I mean, you can kill 15 deer antlers deer per season in Region B in Maryland. Yeah. So bow season, firearm season, you know, whatever. 15 does? You can kill a crap ton of deer in Maryland, depending where you're at. Wow. Yeah. 
Now you got my attention. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like two bucks and like ten does with every weapon, right? So yeah, something I mean, like that. And region B, yeah. Well, Is I mean, there not that every many weapon, more but... deer or that many less hunters? So in Maryland split up into two regions: region A and region B. So basically, region A is pretty much Clear Spring West. Mm-hmm. Region B is everything from you know the edge of Clear Spring East. So you're encompassing more of the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the uh, allow new regulation for bow hunters for the safety zone. You can be 50 yards away from a house now, 50 as long yards. as you're in an elevated position. That's Pennsylvania's just, rule too. Just to get more. No Hunters ground hunt, no ground hunting within fifty. It still yards. has to be one hundred and fifty yards if you're on the ground. But if you're elevated, what? How, if you're standing how in a box, elevated? you're elevated. I mean, how there's elevated? No, there's no requirement. Five oh, feet. So it's just uh, yeah. Your feet are off the ground. Loophole, yeah, you know? yeah. Feet are off the ground. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, I know a lot. Well, and also your season comes in the middle of September. Right, you know, and yeah, so both that's, season. That's a big draw. That's for, what's a big draw for me. And like people where we live, I mean, you can. To Clayton's point, I mean, you could hit a driver and a two iron into Maryland from here, you know. Right. Clayton could. I could. If you caught it downwind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd have to really catch it. You'd have to really catch it, okay? Yeah. Okay. A couple of hard draws. Yeah. I mean, ground's firm. So, uh, but the proximity is what I'm well, saying. Well, I know a bunch of people that go to Maryland. Oh, yeah. They love it, you know. And I, if I don't get an elk tag, that I'm sitting here in September, like, oh my gosh, they're already bow hunting. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's a big draw, I would think, for PA guys, and I bet Maryland. Yeah, I bet they hate it. Yeah, I mean, I think I see on Indian Springs, Wallace Manage area specifically. Yeah. I probably see more Pennsylvania hunters in a shift there than I do yeah. Maryland hunters. I believe it. Just because yeah. I mean, Blair's Valley Road runs. Right in the PA. I hunt, right down. I hunt in Pennsylvania five miles from there. So, yeah, I know guys shoot down there all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I was reading today because I've been looking at Maryland for turkey hunting, speaking of turkey hunting, and I think you guys average like 10,000 turkey hunters a spring. Probably, yeah. You know how many hunt turkeys in Pennsylvania? Let me guess. <laughs> if we have 700,000 deer hunters, yeah, I bet you not one out of every seven hunt turkeys i'm gonna say seventy-five thousand. they they estimate 290 thousand turkey hunters what yeah one out of every three deer hunters turkey hunts yeah and if i look at the people i know that's pretty much true yeah that probably is true yeah like just think about the people you know that deer hunt they also most i don't of know them, that many people that don't turkey hunt exactly <laughs> Well, I mean, I think last year I was I was reading because I was God, looking at the counties in Maryland, everything where the harvest turkeys in Maryland, <laughs> what the pulp, you know, production rates are and the broods and all that. I was just reading all today, and I think last year they only killed like, man, it was like four thousand turkeys. Or yeah, something I think like last that. year was a down year. You know? Three thousand. I heard a lot of guys complain that it was yeah. a crappy year to hunt turkeys. But how Pennsylvania, we, we killed between thirty-five and forty thousand, and so it's like. So how many is that out of two ninety? What percentage is that? 20 yeah about that i guess yeah one out of five people get yeah rough unless it's you (laughs) (laughs) rough numbers well hey that brings me to a point that i will be real interested to see this year Mm -hmm. um last year the biologists were saying because of the cicadas the turkey crop is supposed to be impeccable this year because the raccoons and all the animals that raid the turkey's nest 
had their bellies full on cicadas, so they weren't going looking for eggs. And then the poults, when they hatched, had just buffets full of enormous amounts of food. Right. And everybody was happy. And, I mean, I've only, you know, been to the farm a couple of times, but, man, there's piles of turkeys and... Like the poults look healthy, and I think it'll yeah. be a banner year. This I've year. seen a couple of flocks already this winter that I haven't been seeing normally, and they're good size brute. Like, like it seemed in the spring and summer, the poults, you know, if you saw a mom, she had 10 with her instead of six, or yeah, I mean, this is all anecdotal, had, you know, yeah, but right. it seems like they were real strong. We had a couple of bad years in Pennsylvania of recruitment the last couple of summers. I mean, I don't know what you guys have been doing, but I think I read your turkey sighting for 2021. I think for Allegheny and Washington, it was almost four poults per hen, which is like really strong because it's been averaging like two for like the last five years has been going down. So um, anyway, I'm, I'm, it's <laughs> we're not getting into that right now. <laughs> This guy it's, will go on for hours it's about getting into March, and I think uh, Florida youth season opens this he weekend. He is so. up with it, man. So, well, anyway. Jeremy, let's talk about yeah. Let's get the into some different stuff. stuff. Yeah, let's talk about uh, people breaking the law. Okay, um, something Seth and I know nothing about when it comes to hunting. So, um, what kind of year was it for you as a wild game officer? Average. Average. Well, nothing, nothing too crazy, nothing too slow. I mean, nothing too crazy. Obviously, there's some stuff, you know, right. cases that are ongoing that we can't mention, but um, which one were you telling about last time you were here? There was a bunch of crazy stories. They there's had, one with the guy, like, maybe I shouldn't say, but something with the tree stand. That's and, all right. Yeah, I can't talk about that one. Okay. <laughs> they, right. had a, uh, they had a guy this year. I don't think you dealt with this one, or maybe you did. Where there was a fence crossing, and oh, a PA. kid shot his PA. granddad or dad? Something. One or the other. I knew the, a kid killed. That was in Waynesboro. A kid yeah, one, the game warden's up here deal with it. Killed yeah. The adult. I read about that in the newspaper. I think there were two in the same day up here. That was one of the ones that happened. Both, de- both, le- both deadly? I'm not sure if they're both deadly or not. The one I, the I one read, definitely was. they were get, like in the truck at the end of the day, I think, and he handed him the gun and didn't know his load and oh. just... Dad, yeah, I think it was dad. Is, I think it was a son had his gun loaded and shot yeah. the dad. This yeah. is 101 firearm mm. safety. 101. Yeah. I can't imagine that for the for the kid. I mean, to have to live with that the rest of your life is just yikes. Awful. I mean, luckily I haven't had to yeah. you know, had to do that yet, you know, being on an accident scene like that. Right. I mean, I've been on accidents, but nothing uh like that, of course. Yeah. But yeah. How often do you run into accidents? Hunting accidents? Yeah. Not that much, honestly. I mean, a lot of them would go and go and report it too. Right. I mean, some yeah. guy falls out of his tree stand, and goes to the hospital for whatever. Right. You, know? you don't. Yeah. You don't really know unless the hospital calls. So we had a black bear incident. I did have a black bear incident. <laughs> Tell us about that. So, uh, guy shot a black bear in his backyard out of bear season. You know, bear was just in his backyard. It says it said it was. Uh, Threatening him and his family. Uh, he was inside. He was inside, came outside, <laughs> bears in his trash. He scared the bear away. Bear's walking away. So he went back in, grabbed a shotgun, loaded it up, came back out, and blasted it. Two shots. Killed it. But then, uh, little bear? A little bear. Little bear. 109 pounds. Mm. 
So it would have been a second year right. bear. Year and a half, whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, then took it, dumped it off of an embankment, or dumped it in a parking lot, National Park Service parking lot. We get a call for it. You know, some guy saw him do it or knew, knew him doing it. Get the bear, go back to his house. Yeah, he missed shooting it and dumping it. I charge him. And we go to court. Didn't really work out in my favor in court. The judge didn't really like the Maryland definition of hunting. Still found guilty for dumping it and not, not tagging it, but not. What? Didn't actually get found guilty for killing it. Are you serious? Yeah. <sighs> That's got to be so frustrating. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, it was very frustrating. Have you dealt with this judge before? Yeah. Not the greatest, in my opinion. How can you. How, is it. One, is, so was it like um, regular shots or was it a slug that he shot with a shotgun? It was two slugs. So it was slugs because like is it, yeah it wasn't even, bird shot. I mean it was it, it was it even legal to hunt bears with shotguns? Yeah, you can okay. hunt bears with All anything. Right. This was out of season anyway. This was out of season anyway. So how did so how did he get it for hunting then? So in Maryland, definition of hunting is you know anything basically doing with shooting anything. If that makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't. Uh, really have, it, what do you have seasons for? So, I mean, with the the definition hunting is very. I'm vague. liking Maryland even more. <laughs> <laughs> We're hunting. <laughs> it's August. <laughs> so, like hunting would be like. <laughs> no, I can get We're you the to actual get a velvet box. <laughs> Give me this judge's number. <laughs> But it, uh, definition of hunting in Maryland encompasses a lot of things. It's not just, you know, you're hunting specifically. It's right. taking into possession, stuff like that. Um, I can get you the real definition later. I don't know. That's all to my head. No, that's but tough, man. No. That's that's unbelievable. I can't understand that. That's unbelievable. But found not guilty for actually killing the bear, but found guilty for like, not reporting it. Or how is that possible? That's what I said. <laughs> like, uh, he didn't shoot the bear. He's not guilty there. But, oh, he didn't tag it. Doesn't that yeah. make it tough to do your job you, sometime, knowing that you're oh. not, like that guy's not going to just get the book? It, it is. I mean, you look out west, and these guys are getting you know lifetime hunting bans and yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars of fines. And then you know we're getting you know PBJ or, you know, yeah. all your fines of 500 bucks. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that. Was it uh, Montana? A guy shot, like, a book moose in a lifetime ban of hunting. Was he it poached Wyoming? it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have – it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if you guys heard the Mineral County case up in West Virginia where no. the two no. deputies got charged for hunting at night, spotlighting. The deputies did? Mineral County deputies, yep. Oh, perfect. And a couple other guys. It's It's – Apparently, a pretty big case with the uh, West Virginia Natural yet. Resources Police. Uh, I've heard maybe one of the biggest in West Virginia history. Really? Yeah. Wow. Killing bucks like Grant I County, Mineral County, this. in Allegheny County, Maryland. So we're kind of working with them. Night hunting. Night hunting, spotlighting. Deputies. Deputies. I didn't hear about that yet. Yeah. <sighs> Going around with other guys and just slaying them at night. Wow. Like 140, 150 inch you bucks. Do this. Really. Trophy so bucks, yeah. Does does um, Maryland Trophy and West Virginia? Bucks. Well, do does Maryland have a um, an inch thing? Like so, if you they do, like yeah. they have a. It goes off, you know, scoring. Yeah, so you got to go get scored and everything. Right. But you know, above a certain score, it's X amount of dollars restitution. Right. Below, it's X amount of dollars. Right. Restitution. Right. I really don't like that. Oh, that's the worst. That's that's way worse than new hunters. What? <laughs> Poaching. 
Or what, what no, were you say? I mean, obviously, I don't like poaching, <laughs> yeah, but. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't like poaching. No, poaching's fine. No, no poaching's good. <laughs> I hate poaching. Yeah. But I, I guess you have to have that antler to put a, uh, a value on the deer. But, like, why is a 150-inch buck a bigger fine than a 110-inch buck? Well, because just because you have to, just because you have to put a value on it. Well, no, because the state looks at it like that state property. If you look at it that way, it took more resources. It's worth more to the state. Because, the bigger buck. Yeah, because it attracts hunters. Okay. Your your trophy quality in your state, I like see where Iowa, you're going with this. Iowa's license or whatever, Illinois's license or whatever, because people know and it. It used more state resources to grow to be four and a half years old than it was a year and a half. I mean, in, in Maryland, if you yeah. look at, like, the western part of Maryland, then you look at the eastern shore of Maryland, yeah. the quality of the bucks, you know, that's one of the big reasons the point system for fines went into play, because on the eastern shore, all those bucks are, you know, big, huge. Big, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And up here, you, you see maybe a couple. You yeah. Know, it's not like a common thing to see a... 150 in you know scoring buck how how has so i was talking to a buddy who was dealing with some issues around his property with poaching and and a couple things and so the pennsylvania warden for our area came out he found a deer that was shot in the head it was a button buck with a 22 or small caliber right six five <laughs> yeah. so we didn't even talk about that Sorry. no the deer would have lived <laughs> it was dead <laughs> no we didn't say it was a lot yeah, it was dead um so sh- had a had a bullet hole had the back straps cut out of it nothing else and so he in the garbage can in his garbage can so called he lives in the aurora area and so called the warden for our you know, I know warden can be offensive, but warden um, for is our the area. An offensive term. I think they don't like that. Well, they're they're game wardens in PA now. The wardens. Yeah. Don't they're like now called game wardens in PA. They are. The wardens. Because I thought like they're always called, called wildlife conservation officer. Yeah, I think they're, they went the game warden designation. Warden sounds more badass. Why wouldn't you want, want to be called them, a warden? I, I didn't think they liked it. anyway. What so do you the like. I mean, in Maryland, we're natural resource police officers. Natural Would you resource. rather be called a warden? I don't know. It depends how much they pay care. me. Because yeah. if you're like West Virginia, for example, they get paid not very much compared to. That's, get why, that's why they're moonlighting. <laughs> <on the side. laughs> that's we're, why they got to shoot those deer for so they can eat. Yeah, well, we're getting paid top dollar because we're police officers. You know. Ah. Got it. Because we do both. Got it. Got it. And criminal. Now we know. That makes sense. But anyway, that's so. <laughs> so they shining. Yeah. Um, the the warden comes out and says like, yeah, I would love to like investigate this, but like dropped the tailgate on his truck and he's like, I have all these to investigate. Like I almost don't even have time to deal with this. And it could just, it could be a couple of things. It could be that there's so much going on or they're understaffed. It's probably a combination of both. Right. But, um, he said, he said that with crossbows, that <clears throat> they're dealing with, <laughs> with crossbows. They've been dealing with so much more poaching because it's so easy. They make these crossbows that fit out a window now because right. they're so small and compact. Crossbows are a lot quieter than the gunshot. A lot quieter, 
and shoot 60, 70 yards off the road, which you drive around these, you see the fields, like, not hard to do. And he's like, we're almost overran with poaching because of crossbows. How dare you talk about people with crossbows? I know. Cause, like I mean, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, do you deal with anything? I mean, yeah, you're going to deal with that, but it's all, it's, it is very hard to investigate because, I mean, I could sit on your property for a week straight right. and not see anybody do anything. I guess that's the you know the, ne- the next day somebody will come back and you yeah. know it's it's and we talked about this last time you were here but PA stretched so thin oh yeah I mean we had an open and shut one hey, we, for we that had, for that we guy had, we had pictures we had the evidence we had we everything had we just handed it to him and I don't think anything came out of it never well, that's the ones I like that's ne- easy never even looked into it yeah that's like, easy literally we're like. Here's the exact spot it is. We took all these pictures. Had a picture of the person. Three of them. Yeah. Like probably the, four or five charges. And no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, it's with, no wonder these people keep doing it. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. it takes time to catch somebody too. I mean. Yeah. You know, if I get a call for a deer dumped on the side of the road with a backstrap cut out. What can I do? I have right. nothing to go on. What can you do? Right. There's right. nothing to do. Uh, yeah. And then people like to call that stuff in, and then we got to break the news to them, and they get mad because we're not doing anything. Say like, no, we don't even clean it up. You just say it just stays there. I mean, the guys down at the coffee shop are probably man, they're not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. I well, mean, that's where I kind of was, but it makes sense what you're yeah, saying. I mean, if it's not like there's other trash with it, like there's no tag, and who's gonna tag the thing, you know, right. or leave there's a tag nothing. on it? There's nothing gonna be on it. It's there's not nothing, like be- C- you know, NCIS. Yeah, I don't come out <laughs> take a DNA sample when yeah. you know. So unless you catch them in the act, I mean, right? There's not. Yeah, that's the hardest part of our job. It's there's a lot of stuff going on, and you just gotta catch people in the act. Unless you have a trail camp photo or somebody in a tag. Right, you know. Well, and that's what the guy said. He said, the only thing I can do, and he said, I'm going to make a point. I'm going to spend a lot more time patrolling in this area because, you know, we get reports, but unless you get them light out the window and hear the gunshot or – because in Pennsylvania, I wish they would outlaw spotlighting in Pennsylvania. Oh, please Are you allowed to spotlight in Maryland? Not at all. See, that's that's big because now I think in Montgomery County you are up to a certain time, but it's Montgomery County, so you know Pennsylvania you can do it before eleven and not during rifle season, firearm season. But other than that, (laughs) allegedly. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying I come out every night during rifle season and they're shining the fields. Yeah, I wish they would just get rid of it because then if you see a light out, you can just pull them over. You know they're up to no good. Right. I mean, it's also. You know, catch twenty two nowadays too because the availability of night vision is insane. That's true I mean, too. I didn't even think about that. They don't I even have to shine a light. Look out your night vision goggles, on binoculars, the, on top binoculars. Of crossbow probably. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> I just, got the raven. <laughs> I just set a guy up with a three hundred blackout Ruger bolt action, getting a suppressor for it and subsonic ammo. Now. And he's got a thermal scope on top of it. Yeah. If there ever was a poaching rig, this would be the poaching rig. Oh, exactly. <laughs> like, with everything available now. That's true. I, didn't I mean, it costs a lot of money to get set up with something like that, but, dude. Yeah, I mean, if you're I riding mean, around you with can that, whack the them and only thing, them like that. If I'm sitting in a field, <laughs> the only thing I'm going to see is you stop. Now, yeah, could I stop them? Of course, because they're stopping in the middle of the road. It's traffic charge. Yeah. Right. But, you know. If they stop them, oh, just 
I can still give them a ticket for right. sitting there if they don't have any in the car. Muzzle flash. That's about right. it. <laughs> yeah, if I see a gun laying on the console, on the console mm-hmm. or something like that. But Here's something I was wanting to ask you about that just popped back into my head. So there's a big, a big case right now out of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, hunting club. In, in Pennsylvania, wildlife conservation officers have more rights and jurisdiction than anybody else. That's pretty much us, too. No, no warrant searches. So they can go on your property anytime they want, no reason whatsoever, and look if you're baiting or whatever. There's a big case right now. I think it's going to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. How— how is that? So Maryland's the same way. Maryland's the same way. So you could, so someone could just call you. Somebody you have, you don't know from Adam says, "Hey, that guy's baiting up there at his house." You could just roll up there. Yeah. Yep. No issue. Yep. As long. How do you as feel about that? As long as we're not within the curlages of the home. So the, the courts have ruled that conservation officers. There's a thing called the open field doctrine. Mm-hmm. So that covers basically, you know, anything outside the curlage, which is your immediate area of your house. Mm-hmm. So the field back here is not within the curtilage of your home, so we can check that. What field. word are you saying? Curtilage. 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 Does that include like your yard? Yeah, it's going to include like your mood. Any, gra- like anything. Right. That's not the, inside the immediate, your dwelling. No, you can't go in that without a warrant. The dwelling, no. But someone says you, you got you own a, a half acre, an acre, and you got a a feeder at the back of it. You could you could just walk onto their property. And issue them a citation. Well, I mean, it depends what... I mean, in Maryland, you no. can bait for deer and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying you could go investigate that without any other Right, I mean, if, it, if it's plain or, view, I mean, it's also, also different. Like, if I come and see there's a feeder and turkeys... Not plain view. Not plain view. Like, the back corner of the property? Yeah. Yeah, if I if it's, like, a wooded area, I'm, yeah. I'm going in that. I'm going to look and see if I can find it. Yeah. Uh, so, that I think it's going to end up at the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Did the guys were the guys doing something illegal? I don't think so. It was a hunting club. It's a club, okay. um, and it was in the newspaper a couple of weeks ago. And I had to pull the article back up, and um, they're challenging. And somebody's taking the case, like the American Civil Liberties, or somebody's taking like pro bono because it's. I mean, you're basically infringing on people's rights in a way. Like you shouldn't have the right just to go. In my opinion, now if you're doing something wrong, well, that's shame on you, but. Just because your neighbor might not like you, right? And you could just say, hey, they're doing this. No idea if you actually are. And just walk across your property. I don't think you should be allowed to do that personally. Well, here, here, that's, I mean, this went to court already. I don't know. It was probably, I don't know if it was a federal court, state court, or right, whatever. Right, right. So when they established the open field doctrine, which was an exception to the Fourth Amendment, which is, you know, search and seizure. Right. Um, they also argued that if we didn't walk on your property to see that, how would we ever find a violation? You know, how will we know? How will we catch you baiting turkeys? How will we catch you? I don't Can you bait deer in Pennsylvania? No. no. How can we catch you feeding, putting out corn for deer? Well, you got to have probable cause, though, right? Or no? I, I mean, that with, was the point of this. It Basically, the law in Pennsylvania said you can just go on someone's property without probable cause. Right. Probable cause is different. Well, I mean, there's also a reasonable. Uh, oh, shoot. Lost train of thought. Reasonable suspicion. Right. So if I, you know, think you're doing something, that's a different level of... Right. But, right. I mean, again, if you're baiting turkeys or shooting deer out of your at night off your back porch, 
how am I supposed to find that violation without walking onto your property? You know, that's how that come that doesn't the, apply to police officers going into somebody's house? They can. Really? Because mm-hmm. like, what but if we, I'm we, not doing anything wrong and I look, I just look like Joe Blow? They're you not know, going to because that's not what they're you know there to do. You asked me what I thought about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I see where you're coming from. Like with, uh, if I'm just minding my own business, yeah. let me alone. Right. But I'm a little jaded because there's so many violations where I hunt. Right. That if the game wardens were willing to go up there and look around and people spots. Right. And bust them. I would love that. And if a game warden showed up at my cabin in the middle of hunting season, was like, "Hey, I'm just up here checking things out. Check your license. Make sure you guys are good to go." I'm I like, mean, most "Hell time, yeah, dude, let's go!" Most of the time, you're never going to even know we were there. Well, and the other thing is, I guess it goes back to the thing we were just saying. Because if you're ago. not doing anything wrong, why do you care? No, but I know. But it's it's kind of you, you're bordering on your personal rights as an American <clears throat> is where I have the issue. I, it, I can see that as well. But I guess the bottom line is, let's face it, they're short-staffed, like we said. They're not just going to be out there just for the... No, know. it takes data. I mean, they're they're going to have a so, reason like, to do They're wasting Turkey their time, too. Right. Exactly. Turkey season's coming up. So, in Maryland, what we do is go through last year's turkey harvest and the prior years to see... Oh, yeah, Clayton killed two turkeys last year. Clayton killed two turkeys year before and the year before. <laughs> so, wherever Clayton... Giddy up! <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, by the way. <laughs> It was all hypothetical. Yeah. Hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical situation. I repeat, hypothetical situation. But if you're killing lemonade out on turkeys every spring turkey season, you're probably doing something. Unless you're in an area that we know that's <laughs> talking purdy to them is what we're doing. Right? Yeah. Come check me, Jeremy. But, I mean, if you have... Ma. <laughs> If you have land, we're probably gonna come check and you're baiting turkeys, you know, corn, yeah. wheat, milo. See, but that's like that's like that, that's like the thing with the government with the Patriot Act collecting all your phone conversations in a way. I don't like that. You know, and I I guess Well you gotta check your deer in, your turkeys in. It's public record. You could you could go and uh Freedom of Information Act all that. Yeah, I guess it's just saying like, I don't know. That's pro- that's why it's going to the Supreme Court, right? Because there because there's both sides of it. There's both sides of it, and Clayton and I do everything by the book, so we don't right. care. And so, I, like, part of me is like, "That's great, go ahead and do that." I mean, I'll go a step further, and so there's also a thing called the administrative search exception to the Fourth Amendment, which is it's a, if it's a highly regulated activity like hunting or fishing, mm. you can allow a warrant will search. That was a Supreme Court case. United States Supreme Court case mm-hmm. that ruled that in favor of the warrantless search. So there's yeah. a lot of case law out there and a lot right. of state case law out there that give these game wardens their power uh, yeah. to do that. And in general, and get, I'm good with it because I want to get the guys that are doing, you know, the bad stuff. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm like a case law nerd. So, I mean, I know all this. That's good. All that is stuff. good. You should be. Right. I, yeah, you should, should know the laws. You yeah. Know? Have you ever have you ever ran across somebody that's just been totally belligerent, like when you're dealing with them in the woods? Just belligerent. I drunk. wouldn't say that, <laughs> no. Just, just I mean, not just necessarily. Asshole. Yeah, I wouldn't say hunting wise that I can think off the top of my head. But I've walked out of like got out of my truck on a trout stream before, and some just somebody just went at me. Came so, at you? Yeah, he didn't like game wardens. He didn't like natural police officers, and he just that was and like. 
got out of my truck, haven't even walked up and checked anybody yet. Have you had anybody where you've pulled up to a fishing spot and next thing you know, some guy is packing up his stuff and all heading, the time. heading down the oh, bank? That, that's all the time. <laughs> that's the biggest giveaway. Scooting into <laughs> a little brush pile. <laughs> the biggest giveaway, you know? Or you see a guy coming down. Ah, they stop biting here. I'm moved down. <laughs> yeah. No, take your spot. <laughs> or you slowly see him bend over. Not that I've done that. Down, you know? I gotcha. But yeah, that's the that's a big giveaway. Unhooking their stringer. <laughs> you see, Swim that, away. You see, you see fish floating down the river, creek, whatever. They're not biting today, Jeremy. Fly, fly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I bet, man. Dealing with the public in any in any fashion, especially the way that you have I to bet deal it's with them, so interesting. I can't imagine. Seeing how some people, you probably run into people all the time that are just nervous Nellies when you meet them and they haven't done anything uh, wrong. There's a lot of like, oh, this is the first time I've ever met a game warden or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't see us. The only time you see us is if you do something bad. I've only been checked twice. I've never, I hunt probably more than anybody. I've never been checked in PA. I've never been checked. No. Louisiana, I got checked on a duck hunt and he was yeah. like going through everything, you know, making sure we had the correct shot size and the whole nine. And then I got checked in Louisiana. He, the guy, you know, the guy was checking our bass and redfish, but PA, I mean, never. Who's checking? I've never even they seen don't one. have it. No. Yeah. What well, do you guys have? Like one guy up here, right? I think there's like one for the county. Warden Schaff does like yeah. The I've, tri- I've worked with him before. Tri so. County. He, yeah. I think he does Adams and Franklin, and oh, man, I yeah. think he even helps out in Fulton so, too. So we have like and how many hunters is that? Seven hundred thousand <laughs> in three counties. That's got to be fifty thousand people at least in the counties we're talking about. And in it, Pennsylvania, out of fifty thousand, I bet you twenty five percent of those are breaking a law every time they go. Guaranteed, hundred <laughs> percent. Like maybe not intentionally, but right. Even me, by. the other like I said, maybe I should have had the orange band up. I don't know. I could have easily made that mistake, and yeah. I don't think that's the law, but it could be. You guys have a difficult job for yeah, sure. Hundred percent. For sure, there should be more. Yeah. They need to pay the guys in West Virginia more so they don't have to spotlight on the side. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, we, you know, although Seth doesn't appreciate your work and you're going on his property, (laughs) you know, I invited you into my home, so I got nothing to hide. Uh, (laughs) Jeremy, anything else, you know, you want to talk about as, as far as Maryland coming up this year, proposed laws? Um, any other interesting, you know, mishaps during the last hunting season that you can divulge with us? I mean, we're just, yeah, Seth and I, you know, February is a weird month. There's no hunting going on. Like unless you're goose hunting. So small game in Maryland. To the yeah, I think of the squirrel's month. still in up here, but that's yeah. pretty much a small mean, game. But squirrel on in February. Nah, not a, we're, it's like, <laughs> but yeah. the anticipation's super high yeah. for turkey season. So, you know, I guess Pennsylvania's going to come out with its law proposals. I think they usually do it in April and then they get confirmed. No, they come, they should be out now about this month and then they'll get confirmed in April and then the new seats. License come out in June, I think. So, and man, you know how it is these days with everything being so two sided and political. You can't come up with a law that half the people don't hate and half the people oh, love. I you're mean, right. it's, it's impossible. Yeah, I mean, Maryland, they want to expand the bear season, which I think is a good idea. I mean, right now it's only one week, oh, wow. and it's Monday through Friday. It's not even a weekend. So you're right there. You're cutting half your hunters down. Yeah, by doing it through the week. And I think they're expanding our bear season. And plus, in Maryland, it's a permit or you know the lottery to get the drawn and to get a bear tag oh really that's bears are one of those 
species that the that the left and the liberals or whatever I you know don't they just they don't want you to kill bears for some reason right and it's like New Jersey them. they I think they re outlawed their or whatever they took away bear hunting again New Jersey and they're a nuisance in a lot of areas you need Pennsylvania has expanded and expanded expanded I remember when bear hunting was three days the Monday Tuesday Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We can't shoot enough bears now. And now you get two weeks of archery. You get a week of muzzleloader. You get a week of regular bear firearms plus an extended week of bear firearms. It's like a month plus. And that's just in like the regular counties. Then they have the counties that are are the units that's like you can hunt them basically anytime you see them almost. Right. But also, I mean, you know. But I would think you guys be dealing with a lot in Maryland with the cities. Western Maryland is crazy with bears. I mean, there's not a lot. Once you get past Frederick, there's really not a lot of habitat. Yeah, true, true. But, I mean, you get your nuisance bear every once in a while that wanders true. in the you know, downtown bear, Montgomery County. You know. I was driving to Dulles Airport, and we're getting off the interstate to get into, like, where it says, you know, departures and arrivals. And... We're coming around the clover leaf, and I look over to my left, and there is a bear sitting on a manhole cover. <laughs> <laughs> and I was with Jill. Nobody would have believed me, but I looked over and I did it. You know, I'm driving yes. on a clover leaf, so I can't look that long. I was like, "Is there a freaking bear sitting on that manhole cover?" And Jill goes, "Did you see that?" <laughs> and I was like, "You you saw that, right?" No. So problem. yeah, there's black bears down around Dulles, just yeah. In the highway. So are they expanding the season? I, ho- I hope they will. I mean, they're either expanding to the weekend or expanding a full week. Um, they need to. I mean, most of the bears yeah. – I mean, there's a lot more bears with mange right now in mm. western Maryland, which means they're overpopulated. Right. That's why people are shooting them out of their back doors. Right. I yeah. can't believe that case, man. That's unbelievable. That, yeah, that was that's probably one of the ones that have made me, you know, the most upset. That doesn't even make sense. How can you be a smart – like a person to be a judge, but yet be that stupid. Oh, you said it. I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean. well, we can't wait to have you back. <laughs> we no. can't. Yeah. No. He might need to use that judge yeah. down the no, road. I know, I Not know. that that judge. I don't think the judge can listen to podcasts, but, but that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Um. Well, we look forward to having you back on when you can talk about the cases that you dealt with this past hunting season yeah i have a couple good ones that i've came across with well, i mean the one that the one good one i've told you guys about i didn't say that but yeah uh yeah that one goes to court here soon so that will be a good one well, to figure out how it ends up hopefully you get a better ruling on that one seth you got any concluders i don't think so um just looking forward to march and getting one month closer to turkey season right now appreciate it's interesting to get like a perspective that's you know from jeremy's point of view absolutely it is like you know the we, other side of the law yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and we're you know we we do stuff you know to the t as much as we can and so it's just uh i, I appreciate what you guys do out there really because i wouldn't want that job honestly most of the days i'm sure it's you know dealing with just all sorts of yeah it's a it's a great gig you know i can't yeah. really complain about it i mean yeah. 
if I work a day shift, I can hunt in the evening. If I work a evening shift, I can hunt in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's you know, game wardens can't ever hunt. And you're you know, scouting that's the, while you're that's on the, the job. That's the big myth. That of course. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know where all the deer are. You know where all the turkeys are. You know where all the ducks and geese are. If you're a waterfowl hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're always out there looking for somebody. You know, that's it's a good gig. That's true. So yeah, we didn't mention that. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of like the wildlife guys, the you probably all are hunters too. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Oh yeah. So that's yeah, that's a. That's the big myth. You guys never have enough time to hunt, right? And I'm like, no, we have plenty of time to hunt. I mean, just during the week and, you know, maybe in the evening, maybe in the morning. Depends on your work shifts. But Yeah. How'd your season go last year? I got one deer in West Virginia, and that's about it. I really don't hunt in Maryland that much. Uh, too many my, Pennsylvania guys. Yeah, too many Pennsylvania guys. <laughs> Not to, you know, go to West Virginia to get a deer. We go there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you hunt in West Virginia? Grant County. Grant County. Yeah, my okay. cousin had a place up there. Oh, nice. So. Nice. Well, uh, I don't have much to conclude about either. Do you have your countdown started for turkey season? Oh, yeah. Let's Where see. are we at? Um, this guy. We're getting close. Hardcore. He has a, literally a countdown on his screensaver yeah, to say are, when the, uh, the opening moment of turkey days. season. 65 days. 65 days, which is like, <laughs> might as well be tomorrow. So when does your season come in? Mid, mid-April or? April May, 30th. It's, it's the closest... April. Yeah, the the Saturday that's closest to May first. And you always take a me- a youth out mentor hunt. Yeah, so our our Just mentor a scout. hunt. He acts like he's trying to do something good, but he's like, "Where are they goblins?" Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the twenty third. But I'm thinking about trying to maybe do some Maryland this year. I don't know. It just depends on the work schedule because we'll your talk. season comes we'll to eighteenth. Drop some on yep. points 18th. after this. Yeah, <laughs> it's always on the eighteenth. It's a Monday this year, no matter what day. It's it is. always eighteenth. Yeah, I, I, I was reading like about that. that. I like it too. Monday opener. I, I can... kind of like a non-Saturday, like whatever day this is. This is when it is. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm getting I'm getting fired up for that. Um, other than that, dude, food plots, whitetail season, shed hunting. You know, all the stuff we love to hate is you know upon us. You got so, trout fishing coming up too. Trout fishing. I'm gonna uh, get... rather rather watch grass grow, but we can we can get into that. Seth got on a tangent today. Oh, that's about, another thing about fishing. <laughs> Like how he'd rather watch grass grow than grow fishing, and yeah, you know how he's like. I can think of so much, so many better things to do, and I'm just thinking as much as he likes the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to be out there. How do you not just want to well, sit there and drink a beer and look at the water and wait till a fish hits? Yeah, I clarified. You said you just love to feel the tug, and I said, oh, I love catching fish. I hate fishing, but I also like the <laughs> figuring out part. I uh, see. I don't know. I never got into it to that level. I'm always, you know, put a worm on, oh, put some power yeah, bait on, fishing. put some corn on, throw it in the hole, catch the stock trout. That explains a lot. Yeah, I never got it. Coming, I think from, I could coming from a guy fishing. who's mad at newbies wearing mossy oak, <laughs> you're over here with a can of Jolly Green Giant. Power bait. Yeah, corn, dude, they eat that up, man. But, yeah, no, it's we'll, two different we'll things. Stop I there. Yeah, we don't have to get into it. But fishing season's coming. <laughs> So I'm getting back into fishing. I haven't caught a fish in probably two years just because I've, you know, got two kids and turkey hunting and food plot and everything in the spring and, uh, and golfing and whatnot. But I got two fishing trips planned. Nice. One in May, one in June. So I'm, I'm excited to get back in fly fish, trout, Penn's Creek up in state college. And then smallies on the little J in June. So, it's going to be an awesome spring. Sounds like it. You anyway, regulate fishing, too? We do everything. So, okay. I, what, PA's 
They got split, right? Yeah. yeah they we, got the fishing boat commission. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, we do hunting, fishing, all the state parks, so we got Oh, and and we have DCNR. I don't too, even think you should get a license park. for fishing. Just fish. Like just it's fi- just just go fishing. Why are we getting a license for this? I agree, especially if you're fishing like a a cuz Pennsylvania has wild trout streams that they don't stock. If like if you're fishing that like Well, that's a what's the difference? It's a wild deer. You're hunting that. That's true. That's true. That's true. I guess you could put a limit on catch it, and release, or maybe that's what, maybe that's what it is. You that's can't true. catch and release. Can't a deer. catch and release a deer. <laughs> I tried that, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I dumped it. They didn't buy it. Loins were too small, <laughs> so I let them go. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That must be the difference. But if you're just catching, releasing a wild trout stream, but that goes back to the. <laughs> To the pay for what you're using type thing with the hiking, so yeah, true. Somebody's got to yeah. pay for those stock exactly. trout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, that's people it, man. go crazy over their stock trout. Oh, dude, they're following the truck I, like it's the feed bin. Just why right don't you just go to the hatchery and pick this, pick your fish? You know. Oh man, hey, we, maybe we could get. Wait, maybe I we could, could ask. Maybe, me too. About me this. too. Maybe we could ask <laughs> Clayton about following the pheasant truck after the. Because does Maryland? That, y'all have any? We. We stocked pheasants and in the <laughs> springs, I think, the past two years. And I never wanted to talk so much. So <laughs> I think it was like youth could do it. Youth or new hunters. Yeah. Pheasant hunt, stock hunt, anything after that, anybody that could, could uh, go go and shoot them. Go but. have at it. Yeah. We won't. Clayton has nothing to say about it. I that, equate so. <laughs> people fishing for stock trout with people fishing for stock pheasants. People hunting for st- <laughs> it might as well be fishing. <laughs> People hunting stock pheasants. I get it, but I'd rather watch paint dry than go out and kick up a pheasant that I know is there and probably is not going to flush and that was raised in a pen. So is so as much as you dog on fishing, I don't dog on fishing. you dog on fishing. Well, I mean, I just don't like it. It's boring. I guess that's I. I guess I can't talk because I equally dog on. Yeah. Stocked pen raised cool pheasants for kids that and that kind of aren't stuff. wild. Yeah, I'll get into fishing. Chase gets a little bit older and take him out there and put the bobber on. And <laughs> yeah, you got a pond. Yeah, rip a couple. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. Episode twenty-two. If you're in Maryland, go to Clear Spring Gun Shop. Yeah. For How's that been? That's is, been it, good. is it getting? Is it getting a little bit more? leveled out it has everything yeah. i think leveled out as a whole i got other customers in maryland so go everywhere but go see <laughs> but go, go see us more go, <laughs> but go to clear spring gun shop jeremy will hook you up with a fat deal right yeah of <laughs> course use discount code yeah yeah use discount, discount mountains to buy use get yourself 10 percent off swipe up <laughs> No, go see Jeremy. Yeah, the gun business is Appreciate you coming on, man. Crazy, yeah. So. yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Let me All know right. next time. I'll be here again whenever. Absolutely. We'll be happy to have you back. Seth and I are going to do this a little more regularly, so stay tuned for this one. Two and, for two so far. And then next month, um, live from the Closed Air podcast studio, Mountains to Bayou's out.